Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. A lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. The Match Ball. Hello there, welcome to the live stream and the recording of The Match Ball, brought to you with Levi Solicitors. 10% discount on your legal fees at levisolicitors.co.uk forward slash the square ball. Uh, Dan, Michael is there on your screen back at home, still in his, his COVID prison. Michael, hello. Hello. And this is Rob as well. All right. Not really. It um, feels like the end, doesn't it? That's mm. how it feels to me. This feels like a funeral. I've just walked out of a funeral. We're all, we've all just shuffled out of the church and um, there's just no atmosphere. You know, there's not that sort of hubbub, that buzz about football when you're either to or from a ground, but it was just, it was so flat. Um, it, and it was just I don't know it's, it's, just... it's been bad vibes all day I mean I remember like we got to the pub this morning and everyone was just dreading it no one really wanted to be there everyone was dreading kick off and then we conceded so early and in the ground it just felt alright oh, we're doing this again then we are we, and we have done it again that was one of those kind of it was one of those otherworldly days today the days that I felt like we'd left behind that we'd long since seen the back of you know when everything's gone wrong like because mm. one thing that there's been the hallmark of the Bielsa era is that we've always had hope and today just felt it felt hopeless not from the off necessarily but as soon as you saw that ball get played wide left for the first goal you just thought we've seen this so many times before we know how this ends and it and it went in and then it was just the customary collapse from there and it it feels like absolutely everything is broken the whole the whole system feels like it's collapsed how was it in because obviously i wasn't in the ground it was it you could hear booze on TV, but it wasn't, it didn't sound deafening, but it sounded like, I don't know, like there was a reasonable percentage. No, I think the booze at half time were actually quieter than I anticipated. There was a good, and a, a and good, at full, full time as well, or? Yep, yeah, similar. I think there's, mm. there's just an air of resignation about it. I don't, I don't necessarily think it was that vociferous mm. at all. That you'd expect booze because the performance was awful and the players looked lost and, not like they were hiding. They look like their confidence has been completely shattered, mm. shot to pieces. Mm. Don't believe in the system or the tactics or whatever it may be. You know, you know when things go wrong for a football team, that it yeah. all just stops functioning, and that is all we've seen today. It, it it just feels like it feels like end times. And I, I suspect you know we're seeing the reports now um, from Phil Hay and David Ornstein on the Athletic, suggesting that Bielsa's position is possibly under threat tonight and you wouldn't be surprised if this is the end would you I mean I stayed at the end and I made sure that upon the whistle I watched Bielsa because I thought if this is the last time I see him I, I you know, want to kind of lay eyes on him mm. for the final time which sounds incredibly incredibly bleak there's a the definite sort of angst in the ground and just there wasn't that patience there where we've had previously where even when things haven't particularly gone well this team has got so much credit in the bank and you can tell they work so hard that I don't think people have wanted to get on their back in the past but Today it was like well, something's got to change, hasn't it? Like we just can't keep doing this. No, I think that's. I think the the Man United game, truthfully, 
on reflection, did was that just a bit of false hope that we had that a ridiculous minute brought about by a cross being miss hit into the corner, and every, and it mm. it gave us because it felt like to me that felt like a moment of I think I described it as like it after that and singing about singing for Bielsa, it felt like that was us going well, you know what, well this is it for the end of the season, we'll kind of persist with this, but after the week we've had, it's very. It's very hard to defend it, isn't it? Like we can't, I can't, I'm at the point now of I, I don't think we will beat teams around us anymore. Mm. That's the thing. We're that, just that, so team, that team today looks beaten and you can't We're help. We're so easy to yeah. score against. I was going to mm. say, you can't help but think something, whatever it is, something has to change. And I don't necessarily think this is the fault of any one particular person or group. I think it's a system failure. I, I suspect mm. it's down to... Bielsa's unwavering belief in the tactics and the tiny squad, all those, all those anxieties we've had since he arrived. So like, if we get if we get injuries and we we rode our luck up to a point, but it feels like all our anxieties have kind of become manifest in one month in in, in February, and all, you know the squad, the recruitment, all of it. I think it's a system failure, that, and that includes the board and the owners. Um, mm. I know they went after Aronson in January, which is you know fine, fair enough. Um, but I feel like maybe they're more culpable for having concentrated so much power in Bielsa's hands. And if they cannot recruit for him, then something within the system is not right, is it? It just feels like... It, it worked, didn't it? That was the thing. It yeah, but, worked but for so I, long. But I, said, and, I, said, and, and, I know it's on them. I know it's on them to be more grown up about it, maybe, than you know, than fans are. Um, and say, well, where, are the, where will this... If when this goes wrong, when will it go wrong, and how do we fix it once yeah. it does go wrong? And that's a failure. And, that is a failure of management, and I think the mm. the board have to hold their hands up and say that is that by basically conceding all the power to Bielsa, they haven't. Um, well, what you want to do is you want to mitigate against every possible risk, don't you? We want, uh, against failure, and it doesn't feel like they've mm. done that. They've gone all in, and I think now when you look back at like Angus Kinnear's um, program notes, talking about the pathway to the first team and. It's, it's Emperor's new clothes, isn't it? Someone's finally called it out and, and said it's it's not true, is it? It's not true. There isn't the pathway to the first team because the 23s are not yet good enough and have a high enough standard to backfill this squad with what it needs, the required quality, particularly in a system that has been so exposed this this season. Mm-hmm. Um, and he sticks, he sticks with the system regardless. We can all see the holes in the system. It got picked apart today by a Spurs team that didn't even need to be that good. They didn't even need to be that good. They had to be competent and just pass to one another when the opportunities arrived, you know? Mm. That that whole, like, telepathy that our players ha- had in possession and out of possession, not to sound too much like Paul Heckenbottom, but it's just completely gone. Um, and yeah, I'm, I'm, I, I can't see how they get that back, but I think having gone all in with Bielsa, I, I don't really, I don't quite see the sense of sacking him either. I, I, I don't know, I feel like you've just got to ride it out, but... Yeah, but how how do you turn it around from here when they are complete? They're completely shot. The mm. system has failed. Mm. Whether it's tactical, management, coaching, whatever it is, they are not executing what they can do. And whether you put that down to injuries or transfers or whatever it might be, it's not working. No, I thought so, the reaction. So how, how do you rescue it? The reaction to the goals was really telling. I, the, the second goal, I think it was four short of his head in his hands, and then the, the third goal, it was Dallas who looks completely kind of bereft by it. I mean, just what the fuck is Junior Furpo doing? Not playing left back mainly, which I know is again comes down to a system failure. I guess that he's, you know, I guess he's doing what he's told and following his man. Not that he's following him particularly well, but there was a one of their many second half chances. We've not even talked about the game, have we? But um, 
there was just a massive gap where Furpo should have been, as there was for their first goal as well, where it was Harrison who's the one tracking back. And you think it is a bizarre system that uh, when that goal goes in, you expect you say, "Oh, well, that's Harrison's man. Why is he why is he not picking him up?" And Furpo is absolutely nowhere to be seen because he's that's not his man. But it's it's a it's a bewildering system when it's going well. It's confusing, and when it's falling apart as it is now, it's so hard to watch. And you get the you get the feeling with the players that maybe their faith in it has gone as well. Yeah. And if everything they're being asked to do all week at training and then for 90 minutes on a weekend, if they can see how badly it's failing and they're being asked to do the same thing again, you can see why you kind of go, well... Bielsa even said it this week, Michael. What, Bielsa what even said it, this? he said it that when things go badly, people lose confidence in him. Everyone lose confidence mm. in him. And the only one who's got confidence in him is him. He said that, didn't he, in his mm. press conference? And that is just, that is the nature of football. That's what it is. You know, I just feel tragically sad about the whole thing tonight because mm. it's been amazing and it just feels like it's collapsed. And I know so few managers get to exit a football club in a positive manner. It's, it just doesn't happen, does it? Inevitably, at some point, it goes bad, particularly in, you know, in this day and age um, and how immediately people want success. But I think people have been really, really patient with it this season and acknowledge mm. that we've had injuries and stuff like that. Um, and we've cut Bielsa an incredible amount of slack, but it's... It's just been exposed horribly, hasn't it? It just it doesn't work now. No, no. There's no. You can't look at recent results. I mean, the the number of goals we're conceding, it's it's ridiculous. And today could have been worse. I know. Just to talk briefly about the game, we we should probably score two or three ourselves. We had some we had some good chances. We should have had a penalty. The one on click was undoubtedly a penalty. It was like two handed shoving his back on the edge of the box. Um, there was a, a handball which was not dissimilar to the one that Dallas was had given against him in midweek where it was it was kicked from slightly closer range but it was one of those where much as the Dallas one I didn't think really was but you've seen him given these you've seen him given so a few things did go against us mate that would be honestly mate that was that would be it would be to ignore the huge number of chances they also missed like Melier made several really good saves in that half and it didn't feel like any of that would have really changed the game. I was and, say, our, mate, and our chances came at three 0 down. Mate, to be honest, there was an air of resignation about it though in the stadium. Like the, you mm. know, people were were you know sort of calling for the penalty and getting frustrated with it, but it was never with that same vociferous no. passion that you get when you're fighting for it. People, I think mm. people know that that team is cooked. Now. When, when I tweeted, "Not the penalty, not that it matters," is what I said yeah. because that's how it felt. It's like, well, it you was know. telling that when Dallas went through with an open goal to put the ball into, I didn't even stand up because the way they were, we'd been playing, I thought we're going to find a way to mess this up. And the closer mm. he got, and the more, the longer he took to shoot, you thought we're yeah. not going to score. No. We're not going to put the ball in the net. And, oh, Rafa, yeah. and Rafa hitting the post as well towards the end. Um, yeah, cocking um, the post first half as well, didn't he? Strout missed a good early chance. Ailing put a header that could have gone in over the bar. Nothing went for us, but... There was a sense equally. that we Spurs in the second half that it was like Liverpool in the second half a bit at Anfield where you thought to not that mm. asked and they know if they need to turn it on. They can and they did at the end. Like Liverpool yeah. scored three goals at the end. They just scored the one today. They just, well, they just dropped into a five and a four and just waited. <laughs> and that's all mm. That's all that you need to do now to, um, the, to, to beat our system. The disappointing thing is that Spurs are not any good. Like... Don't worry, Kane obviously is, is is an incredible, brilliant finish, unbelievable through ball from fourth. It is difficult to play against that sort of a player, but the rest of their team is really not all that good. Like we were able to get chances off them in a way that we never were against Liverpool, truthfully. And they it's still managed to score four and could have scored more against us. Like they they're just not that good. So for us for us to lose four nil against them is, but is ridiculous. As I said before, though, they didn't need to be. That's the problem. You don't no. need you don't need to be good to beat us at the minute. Because, no, you just need to wait. 
Yeah, exactly. Because confidence is is completely shot, and that unfortunately, as much as we might have written off this spell of games and said it's all right, well, we'll pick up points in the next set of games. Look at the state of the confidence with those players today. It's completely mm. destroyed, completely. And why wouldn't it be when you've shipped what fucking thirty goals in a month or something? We've just set some sort of Premier League record. It's not mm. working, is it? Something has to change, and it looks like it's going to be Bielsa. But the people behind the scenes are culpable as well for allowing this system to be what it is and not managing it all properly. I've. I just, feel, I just feel incredibly sad about it. I feel sorry for Bielsa as well, to an extent, for his ridiculous idealism, because it's been amazing, mm. hasn't it? But it just, you know, you can't have anything nice, can you? It all comes to it, crashing mm. down to an end. Well, the, the, the truth of it is, is that like managerial careers end in failure, don't they? That's yeah. why. Uh, that's, it's why they end all, everywhere. Managerial jobs do, time after time after time, yeah. yeah I know. Let, let, unless, unless you get the very, very rare occasion of someone retiring after winning a major trophy, then... They end in failure. Like absolute legends at clubs go out in this way. Look at look how it ended for Wenger at Arsenal after yeah. all the way he completely transformed him as a club, and it ends with you know everyone screaming for him to leave. We've not got to that stage with Bielsa because it's broken down rapidly, and I feel like people have there's still even after that there's still so much goodwill that if it said if if it was said that he was going to stay on, I feel like it'd kind of be. It'd kind of be accepted to an extent, even though what we've seen in the last few weeks has been bloody awful. Can, can you like, say, both of you, hand on heart, that you believe in what he's trying to do now? No. I'm not sure I can. And that, and it kills me saying that. Because mm. I love the man dearly. But I find this idea of parachuting Jesse Marsh in, though, equally massively risky. Mate, I, 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 I know it's, yeah, but every, I mean, this goes back to stuff with conversations we've had with Moscow, though. Um, about about risk taking and mitigating risk. Every decision you make in football comes with risk attached to it. But we can't carry on doing that, can we? We cannot carry on on the trajectory we're on at the minute. Something has to change. And whenever there is any form of change or a transfer or whatever it might be, there is risk inherently baked into it. And we can't pretend that that's not true. We have to just embrace the risk and say, we, we roll the dice and, and try and change something. It's like, like Norwich rolled the dice earlier this season and they're probably still going to go down. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, that, that's but, the question. But they, but they look better. That's the question. You you weigh up the risk, don't you? And that's the decision of which is the bigger risk. And I honestly don't know the answer to that. One thing I was chatting about on the way down to the ground today was how my sort of massive fear is how um, I was once chatting to Robbie Elliott about how Leeds got relegated to League One, and he was saying that Championship team they'd look at the fixture list and go, "Well, all right, we're not doing that well, but we're like, we've got this fixture coming up, we'll win that. That fixture will win that. That fixture will win that. Doesn't those work those like games that, come it? come along. They were losing, and it wasn't too. It was too late when they went. Ah, oh, fuck! We're in a re- we're in real mm. trouble here. And that's kind of how I felt recently. Where you, you know you look at Liverpool, Spurs, Scum. You go right. Well, we might not win them, but then we've got Newcastle, we've got Everton, and we've lost those games. So, mm. I can, and yeah. also, and in the games you you kind of accept you're going to lose. Like last year at this stage, we. We managed to draw some of these games, didn't we, against the likes of Scum and Liverpool. And even at the start of last year, we were at least in the game against Liverpool, weren't we? And we we went to, like, we had a decent performance against Man City. We've In the games that we've expected to lose, we've got absolutely, like, dicked beyond, beyond any acceptable level to the extent that you wouldn't expect, like, a League One team to be to be battered in some of these games. You know, like, if, if Liverpool were to draw, to pull out a, like, Oldham in the in the FA Cup and they were to win six nil, you'd think, all right, fair enough. Just about getting that. But even even teams like that, you'd kind of expect them to dig in a bit more than we have. Like it's we're so far we've been so far off getting results in the in most of these games recently that it's 
there's there's really nothing to cling to is the problem. Yep, exactly. Defeats before under Bielsa, we've had a bit of something and they've not been consecutive performances either. We've had we've had some fairly like the when it was falling apart from in the championship, they were still mainly fairly narrow defeats and fairly I know it's probably because the quality isn't as good as the championship, but it felt like there was the ability for it to turn was so so far off at the moment. And we, I don't we could have we could have won every game in the championship, give or take maybe a couple where we weren't in it. And it it was always really jarring when we weren't in games and like what the hell's happened there. You know, like in the same way that sometimes we've had like games like earlier this season, like oh sorry, it was end of last season when we had the Brighton defeat, didn't we? And it just it, nothing worked. Mm-hmm. You're like, mm. okay, fair enough. But then we always turn up within a game or two after that. But this has gone and it feels like it's not coming back. I mean, yeah, that was the thing about today. I kept I kept thinking, God, I hope this is like our equivalent to Forest in the championship. But Bielsa could respond to Forest in the championship by pointing out to the players loads of stuff they've done right. Whereas yeah. today, I think you look at that game and go, fuck, what's happened? I, like, it's all going wrong. And that, that run of it falling apart in the championship, I just looked actually, it was... It's essentially, it started with the 3-3 against Cardiff, but a draw, then a defeat of Fulham, then another draw, then a win, then a draw, two defeats, a win, two defeats. Like, it, there was never anything like anything like what's happened in the last in the last couple of weeks, mm. just for the volume of goals conceded. And we were, you know, we, we were losing games by a goal or two in that period. It wasn't like we were getting absolutely battered in them. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare tri-term medical plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare tri-term medical plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Adrian's just mentioned this, just specifically tagged me in and said, that's the point. We may go down anyway, but we cannot continue to do this. And that's how it feels at the minute, doesn't it? Mm, yeah. Uh, and I'm like, I there's, there's other things like, uh, example today, when uh, was it Son who got the wrong side of, uh, I don't know if he scored from it when he went through or Mel- a Melier save maybe. Just the ease at which they get the wrong side of players. You know, mm. when we, you know, we spoke to Don Matteo this week on the Phil A show and he's talking about positional sense. It just feels like they, they just don't have it or for whatever reason, something is just not working. I just, it feels systematically broken now and I, mm. I, I just don't see where we go we from seem, here without changing something for individual battles we seem constantly too tight or too slack on people like yeah. either people have got loads of space or we're so tight to them that it just takes a good touch for them to be completely away from us you know there's not any I know it's like a, a 
a slightly laughable cliche for the, for the people that come pundits and stuff say, well, you're like giving someone a yard. We we don't, generally speaking, we're, we're so clo- close in, but then it means that we're a good touch away from being completely out of shape on it. Yeah. And it's it feel, it's all very high stakes is the thing. It's If it works, it works. And it's brilliant. You win possession back high up. But more recently, it seems all it does is create a huge problem for us with a massive void in behind us, generally and, speaking. And it feels like what you're, just picking up on what you've said there, and those touches always happen like in transition, like, you know, when when the opposition team is trying to break on us. So mm-hmm. what happens is we've got like a really um, disjointed shape at that point. So we'll have been pushing forward. The wingers will be really high. The fullbacks will be really high. So you give them a yard in that centre circle. And what you suddenly find is that even if you do give them a yard and it gives them t- a chance to spin off you and turn, there's a massive gap either side of you. And that's the, mm-hmm. it's the risk of the system, isn't it? It just, I don't know, I'd said it, I think it was, we might have been last week or one of the match balls we did, that it just feels like now, the more evidence we accumulate, the players that we've got, what we're asking them to do in this system, they're just not good enough to do it. And maybe Bielsa's system could work with proper elite players, but these are not them. It's been found out horribly this year. I don't really know what to say. It says it all. It feels, yeah, I don't know. Like We've been saying all these things all season, but now it just... It's like one massive clusterfuck well, of it all, isn't well, it? Well, all the all the chickens have now come home to roost. All the anxieties, and that, that's the worst thing. Is like, you know, it'll turn into a an angry bun fight on Twitter, and people were saying, "I told you so. I, I told you this was wrong." And it hasn't always been wrong. You are absolutely correct in what you were saying about it. Um, it it's worked for so long, Michael. But as I said earlier, like this season, I can't remember when it was, or it's a point I've made. Whatever, don't matter. Um, Bielsa's system works until it doesn't, and when it doesn't work, mm. it gets exposed horribly and I love him so much and I, I've adored the last few years but I, it's just it feels like it's just re- it's reached the end and I, I don't want him sacked because it's Marcelo oh, Bielsa and he's a brilliant human but he is El Loco isn't he and he's he's going to die on on the hill of his system isn't he regardless you know in the same way that as as Phil uh, would say he was going to die on the hill of Tyler bringing Tyler Roberts on so <laughs> I don't I don't know what we do I mean so it's it's the way that it always is in this these situations, isn't it? That something's got to give. It's it's always the manager. I feel such a horrible sense of sadness about it. Is the mm, thing yeah. I don't I, I because I think I feel like he needs to he needs to go, and I don't want him to. Yeah, <laughs> it's the it's the horrible thing about it. It's it's like a it feels like putting a pet down or something. It's yeah. like a it's a, it's a tough decision to make where. You know, we're we're sort of turning off is turning off the machine. It feels like yeah. it's like it's like please, I don't want to have to do this. This is this is a, which is I'm glad. Well, I guess it's the board having to do it, but um, yeah, I've just, I've just I've just switched on Twitter actually just to see if he's been if there's anything about him leaving. Um, and I've seen the, the stats. Uh, Leeds have let in more goals since last Sunday than Peter Cech conceded in 35 games in 2004-5. Mm. I mean, it is it is an unbelievable. Hey. Sp- Bell were in for Burn- conceding goals. Burnley are losing. Well, that's something. Let me have a look. I've just realised there's other teams playing now. <laughs> we were the early year. Uh... The thing at the moment, is, I think, is that there's a there's a resignation, even amongst people who would kind of like be able to stay, that he might take us down. And it, it actually doesn't need to be that way. We've got, we have it, the home games in the bank, plus Watford and Brentford away. We have the games to actually get out of this. And we have some good players. The weird, I was thinking about this today. If we go down, We'll we'll probably be able to sell about two hundred million pounds of the footballers out of this team quite easily, which is mad, <laughs> because if you can do that that easily, you probably shouldn't be going down in the first place. So it's still there to to turn around at this point. We've not got a terrible run of games now. We've got we've got games that are winnable, particularly you know the Brentford, Watford, Norwich. They're, they're, if you can win those three, 
those three alone give you a chance of staying up this season, I think. So as much as it pains me to say it, I feel like a change is probably needed. I mean, just to pick up another comment, like Adrian's just come back in the comments, um, suggesting he's saying he dis- disagrees with what I said, but suggesting it was wrong at Liverpool last season. Open as hell. Last season was a mirage. Mm. But I'm sorry, that's that's um, it's cakeism. That's having your cake and eating it because we don't get the ninth place finish without Bielsa's system. Mm. Um, and you know, like we said, it's it's risk versus reward. High risk. We got the rewards last season. Unfortunately, because of the degree of risk, it's collapsed this season. So yeah, we uh, we always <laughs> comment from a position of hindsight as well. Let's not forget that. That's that's the privilege that we've got is saying that, well, we, we knew it wasn't going to go right because it's now gone wrong. But it was right last season, so you can't have it both ways. I think I think as well, be, going to Liverpool on the opening day uh, against the reigning champions, you kind of expect to get beaten. And, we, you know, we did. And it could have been. And as much as we were in that game throughout because of the sort of basketball nature of it, we could have lost that game 6-2 or something as well. It, it did have potential for that. But it that sort of... If you're going to say there are certain games you write off, away at the reigning champions is one of them. Uh, at home to a terrible Spurs team who've just lost to Burnley and have, other than beating Man City, they're basically on an absolutely shit run of form. They've got a manager who's thrown his toys out the pram and he's about ready to walk out. And to so to lose 4-0 against a team like that, it's, that's just not the same thing and it's not acceptable. So, I think that's the thing with um, the players' confidence getting increasingly like more and more and more eroded is that after, when we had that bad spell in the championship and it was the post-Forest bounce, we had Aileen stepping up and just taking responsibility and grabbing every game by the scruff of the neck. But I think they all look that shot now. You just can't see which of those players is going to come and drag us out of a hole. I mean, like usually you'd, you'd maybe look at Rafinha, but he's, he's, His head's gone, you can tell. You massively can tell. off it. Yeah. Aileen himself, I mean, the defence has been atrocious. Mm. Dallas is refusing to put a ball into an open goal. <laughs> who, who out of that is going to drag us out of it I really don't see anything changing until you'd get people like Phillips and Cooper back and add a bit of leadership in there but we don't know when they're going to be back we don't know when they're going to be fully fit for first team football um, this is a daft this is a daft thing right just on what you've both been saying there. You, if Bielsa survives this weekend and we go out next week and we win I, I'll go into it with confidence if he's still here I'll go into that game with confidence that we could win because, mm-hmm. because of the style I still I still believe in it but I also think it's fairly flawed as well. Mm. I, I, it's it's really hard to find like a a defined position on it because we know at its best it's scintillating and it's brilliant and it's unstoppable. But at its worst, we get the month like we've just had. I feel like people are as split as they've ever been on mm. a, a Leeds manager. I think well, because for years and years it didn't really matter, did it? <laughs> Truthfully, it was our manager. It was like well, through through another one passes, you know what what difference does it make? But there are, there'll be people watching this who are absolutely furious that we're kind of turning on Bielsa as they'll see it. And then there'll be people furious that we're not being stronger on it and saying, no, he absolutely must go. He must go. He should have gone in January. He should have gone in October. There are, at both sides of it, there are very strong opinions. And I don't know, maybe the, who's, I don't even know who's right. Is Ma- the honest answer. Michael, is the I've, honest I, I've wavered between both positions. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. So that, so you want a, a hard and fast position on that. I don't really have one. I, I, mm. I waver depending on how I feel on any particular moment. Like I just felt... I felt really sad in Ellen Road today, uh, like just resigned to, you know, obviously in those bad moments, you kind of go, well, fine, we'll just go down. We've been down before, you know, this is it. It's a fait accompli. And it's not a fait accompli. It feels like it tonight in the same mm. way that I didn't, you know, be able to go in, does feel like a fait accompli, but he might survive. They might decide that it's worth one more roll of the dice. But I mean, it's such a high stakes game like next week now, isn't it? Really high stakes. I mean, I'm like, you. Yeah, I feel like 
if they were to sack him now, I think, oh fuck, we're going down. If but if they stick with him, I mean, if they do sack him, I can't necessarily disagree with the decision either because I think, well, mm. yeah, look, look what's been going on. Um, I don't know. I just keep saying I don't. I don't know what to say. It's like, like say, it's just sad, isn't it? Yeah, and it's it's whether or not you go. Okay, well, give him let him have a winnable game. So you maybe let him have until the Villa game. But then if we've lost another two by then, the mm. you know are you, are you throwing away your chance of staying up? And the, the truth is, no one you can't tell, can you? Until you get hindsight as an option, it's you know to say we could we could sack him, we could bring someone in, we could win those two games. We're all of a sudden miles clear of everything because the winnable games, Leicester in terrible form, Villa are, then Norwich. There there are three really winnable games coming up, and if if Bielsa stays and wins them, everyone will go, oh, I told you so. Should have never, what was anyone saying about sacking him? And if we bring someone else in who wins them, they'll, they, you know, you have the complete opposite argument, don't you? Mm. But no one actually knows what, what is the, you know, what can happen. And also none of us really know what's going on behind the scenes, do we? No. If, if it's the case that the players, because something, I think something has changed with the players. They do look, they do look different. We've seen the players look sad before. We've seen Pablo crying at Brentford and Ailing post Forest and all of them again, post Derby. But during the actual games, I don't think I've seen the players look lost in the same way as they do now. And like they don't, they the players look powerless to me at the moment, which is worrying. It feels like there's no kind of get up and go about them. It's 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 almost a bit like oh. But I think that's based on results. It's based on results and evidence, though, isn't it? And and they are. Yeah. And it's one of the things like I think we've said before when it comes to how Bielsa's system works, is that they'll put the effort in and do the running and. Uh, adopt this system and, and you know they run themselves into the ground week on week on week um, for as long as it works but then when it stops working and you're getting pummeled every week they'll be saying to themselves even if it's on a subconscious level and they shouldn't and we all get angry about this and we say players should be more professional than that but they're human beings as well they are human beings and they will even on a subconscious level say why am I putting myself through this this doesn't work mm. and that doubt starts to creep in and the confidence starts to drop so they start making weaker decisions they don't have the the you know the confidence and the conviction mm. to do what's been asked of them to make the passes because it's such it's built on such risk isn't it the passing that we um that we try and execute under Bielsa's system so they'll, they'll just if they go within themselves and it's just such a game of fine margins in the Premier League like we saw today just undone just a, a nice accurate pass through or drop a ball over the shoulder you're in again so they're going to be seeing that and thinking why are they getting in behind us every time I don't believe in this system and the fact that we're having to change every game at half time yeah, two changes at least it seems like it's, 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 it's a sign that it's not working it suggests it? that they haven't got it right from the kickoff. Yeah, exactly. every every fucking week and well, the amount we get... sorry, sorry go, on. go on Rob go on. just the amount is veering as well between Rodrigo's midfielder and then suddenly against mm. Scum he's playing number nine and then it was second half against Scum he was in midfield and he's saying that, that well that was a great aggressive midfield and then crap again in the previous game and now he's back up front and Dan James is going from the wing to number nine and uh, yeah, because you know he said, you know he said like that we don't have a plan B. Plan B is to do plan A better. Well, actually, because if I change what I do now, if I change my approach now, the players won't believe in it. But when you're chopping and changing every game mm. at half time, making two subs, sometimes even three, that has the same effect. Yeah, yeah. I, I think on the selection and formations and stuff, if a new manager comes in. I'd be surprised if we see, for example, Dan James up front again or Robin Cock in midfield or Stuart Dallas having to move two or three times in the same game. I, the, the the way we chop and change people's positions, I feel like it's reached the point where it's really distracting for everybody. Like no one quite knows what they're doing. Like just playing... The, the, the reason I thought we improved in the second half was that we had... It felt like we had a, a bit of a more normal structure about us again. But it's... I mean, it's, it's very hard to judge a game like that on a half because they were so... 
comfortably ahead by that stage. Yeah, and they, they just um, managed the second half, didn't they? That's all they had to do. Yeah, and because we completely failed, like had we scored one, they might have upped the game a bit again and started actually being asked. But as it was, we just missed all our chances, hit the post, had a pen turned down, all that sort of stuff, which could have, you know, could have sparked them into action as well, as much as it could have sparked us into action. They could have just gone, oh, actually, well, we'll bring on another defender and we'll tighten up now or whatever, because, you know, Conte is not a fool, is he? Yeah. Um, as much as he is a, a very angry, an angry man. Yeah, anyway, he was absolutely ripping into Spurs this week, wasn't he? Christ. Right. Um, the thing, they're, just... shit. They were, they're not even any good. That's the that's the thing. They've basically got a, a few really good players. And but this but is the thing. Team, but, but that's they're... the problem that you've hit upon there, Michael. With the Premier League, is it's full of good players. Even if they're but not. We've got if, where if, are if, good players. Then yeah, we've got if, Rafinha and Rodrigo are meant to be good players. No, and no they they what are. Have they, done? they are. But what I'm saying, I was going to say was, um, it's the it's the system, isn't it? That if they just happen to have better players than ours in any given position, that's how our entire system falls apart. You beat your man and run past him, and then suddenly the whole thing opens up in front of you. It just—it's mm. we're being undone by better players going into one-on-one situations every week, and that's it. All you need to, like I say, all you need to do is, is pass accurately. I mean, how many times have we seen it when we might have broken down the left this season, and um, that ball across to the six-yard box doesn't make it? You know, whereas they did that for their first goal. Bang, goal, one-nil, game's done. Mm. I mean, that partly comes down to our structure, though, because most teams have at that point their left back is already in that sort of a position rather than their left winger trying to be the one to chase like chasing at that stage it's um we are unusual <laughs> in many in many many ways but that is that is one of the things that that like that if you look at that same ball across i'm sh- i'm i will put money on the fact that at least 90% of the time you're expecting the full back your left back to be at the back post there not a midfielder chasing back and it was it's just because it's the nature of the way we play. It's um, it's horrendous when it when it goes wrong. Like you what you watch it absolutely, like tearing your hair out, don't you? Um, as I have. <laughs> <laughs> Look, we'll we'll wrap it up there. Then I've got a feeling we're going to be um, talking about quite a lot this week, one way or another. Mm. So um, yeah, propaganda. I'm not sure about. <laughs> I think maybe we'll just do it as a. Uh, maybe we'll have a rethink on that show. Uh, yeah, I was I was very much hoping we'd win today, so we, we could have at least. But listen, to laugh at. somebody's going to be sad somewhere, and you know we'll sleep on this one tonight. And come sort of Tuesday when we do that, we'll find somebody else miserable. I mean, if nothing else, when you're sad, the best cure for it is to look at somebody who's more sad than you are. If it's any consolation, I went for a piss at half time, and there was a guy st- I was stood next to just pissing all over his own shoes, and he <laughs> didn't see. He either didn't care or he didn't notice. So, you know, it could be worse. Uh, a metaphor for the li- season. Was, yeah, it's just about day. to say. <laughs> well, listen. Why, are my feet, why are my feet so wet? This <laughs> my feet are really uncomfortable. Um, well, listen, the, the, the glimmer of hope that we have is that it is currently 1-0 to Burnley and there are lots of really bad teams down there. 1-0 to Burnley? 1-0 uh, to Palace against Burnley, my apologies. Um, okay. But I was going to say there are lots of bad teams down there. Us, one of them. Um, let's just start. Mm. We're not in the three worst, me. Uh, so we will have propaganda on Tuesday in some form or another let's have a think about that Michael I've got a feeling it might need to be tweaked and then we'll get back together for the weekly show Tuesday as well and uh, bring that out on Wednesday and we go again we go again don't we someone called Antonio Campari I don't know who they are they're a Leeds European sports uh, at the Economist you never know if these people are real though do you yeah um but has said that Leeds United said to pull the plug on Bale's regime in the next few hours. Oh. No, this can't be right. Owner of Drazani leaning towards Allardyce to season end. This has got to be a fake. I've got a feeling you've been hoodwinked there, Michael. It's got to be, hasn't it? I think so. Yeah. yeah. He's not, they're not going to bring in Big Sam, are they? Let's face it. I, 
I mean, if I you're going to go down, go down in style. Don't be ridiculous, you idiot. What are you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Big Sam does weird things to people. People like uh, people panic, but yeah, that does seem that does seem like a weird, a weirdly generic account. That's probably not true, is it? Good. No, okay. Good. I'm just gonna. Um, it's just gonna pretend that never happened. Um, thank you for joining us on this one. I know it's not easy at the minute, and cheers for sticking with us. And you know, let's see what happens this week, shall we? Hey, be all right. You all right, Rob? Not really. No. <laughs> you, are you all right, Michael? No. No, I'm not either. But you know, Mos- Moscow was meant to be doing this today. We should say, but he said no one wants to hear my bullshit. Was his. Uh, <laughs> Uh, which is justification for not doing it and I was like well yeah I said, I said but you don't, you don't you don't have to say anything good you don't have anything good to say do you and he's like not really <laughs> so I just don't have anything to say it's like yeah no fair enough right we'll wrap it up there we'll see you in a bit The Match Ball Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.